Stay the way, stay the way, no matter what life brings, you've got to stay the way. Good glorious morning. What a beautiful day to get to go through Proverbs. You and me. This is the Stay the Way podcast, and I do it because Jesus is the way. He is the truth. He is the life, the way, the truth, the life, and no one comes to the Father except through him. Now, those aren't my words. Those are the words of Jesus Christ. You can read them for yourself in John 14, verse 6. And that is right out of the Bible before Jesus' death. Now, what's so interesting about this, this particular case, is Jesus said this while he was alive. Now, Jesus lived a life that you and I cannot live. You see, he lived a perfect life. He never sinned. He was never with error, mistake, sin. Um, against God. And so we as sinners don't have that ability. Now, Jesus died a death that you and I all deserve. And that is the death, the eternal separation from God for our sins. But in doing so, he took all of our sins from past, present, future, all of all time upon himself. He was a sacrifice. And he took that sin upon himself and he went to hell. He descended into hell. And he preached the gospel to those who were held captive. And on the third day, he rose again from the dead, releasing the captive, setting them free if they've accepted Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord back then at that time. And when he ascended, he became free. He conquered death. Now, I don't know anybody else who is alive, you know, came back from the dead and is still alive other than Jesus. Jesus, he won that race, right? Everybody else has died again. But Jesus continues to live on. He continues to give us the Holy Spirit as a gift. And you and I know as Christians, the Holy Spirit is that like consciousness, that voice in our minds that says, oh, you could do this. You could help that person. Or, yo, this is dangerous. You shouldn't be there. You are listening to the Holy Spirit of God. Now, if you don't know him, you can. You just say, God, please help me to come into a relationship with you. Help me to accept your forgiveness for my sin, your sacrifice. And in doing so, you'll be set free from your sin forever. Not only that, you'll enter into eternity with Jesus forever. Now, given that, that's a great responsibility. You have a lot of things to grow in. And one of the things that I do to continue to grow every day is to come back to Proverbs. So today being the 18th, we'd be in Proverbs chapter 18, matching up the day of the month with the chapter in Proverbs. And that way we have a battle plan because, sir, you are in a battle. You're in, you're in a, a warrior situation, dear sister. You are in a battle. And this instruction helps us navigate through the battle today. Now, there's only 24 verses, which is relatively short in the course of Proverbs, which won't take us long. I'm going to read through it in its entirety and ask God to bless our time together. Why, why do I do that? Well, because I think that the Holy Spirit would speak one of these verses off of the page, into your heart and mind, that it would make a difference, that it would change, transform you into something beautiful for Jesus' sake. Now, you may receive more than one. You might have like 10 verses from today, and that's awesome. God bless you for it. If you have one, don't be bummed. If you have none, don't be bummed. Just pray and ask God, how would you ask for me to apply this in my life today? And he will help you. There's a promise by the Holy Spirit. Okay. So let's begin. 
I always ask God to bless it. So, Father in heaven, thank you for your word. Thank you for this truth. And we ask for a grand application for your knowledge, for, for your service. We would love to be in your service, doing our utmost for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Through desire, a man having separated himself, seeketh all and intermittleth with all wisdom. So you're trying to do your own thing and you start to ignore true wisdom. And we know from James that all wisdom comes from above. If you missed it, you are invited to join me. James chapter 2 is this Sunday uh, in my church, like live, ccstpaul.org backslash mobile. You can listen in James chapter 2 live. That's tomorrow, actually. And uh, be blessed. Okay, verse 2. A fool hath no delight in understanding, but that his heart may discover itself. I'm just trying to find myself. If you don't hear it in my voice, I am making fun of people that say, well, I'm just trying to find myself. You are never going to find yourself because a fool has no delight in understanding. You can't find yourself if you're not focused upon the Lord. You will continue to do finding yourself forever. And and eventually be separated from God from all eternity, and then and that's bad news because you're in hell forever. And it didn't have to be so. So if you know somebody in that situation, you might want to share this with them. Just give it a give it a little forward on from your phone or your computer or whatever you're listening on. Or give them the book, Proverbs chapter 18. Do, just do it. When the wicked cometh, then cometh also contempt. What is contempt? Well, contempt of court would be contempt, right? You are disordered. And what does that mean? Well, with ignominy, reproach, that's shame. So if you are acting up um, in a way that's inappropriate, it'll be shameful to you. However, if you're doing it in love, God's grace covers you. His, His grace is always greater than anybody's sin. The words of a man's mouth are as deep waters and the wellspring of wisdom as a flowing brook. It is not good to accept the person of the wicked to overthrow the righteous in judgment. A fool's lips enter into contentions, and his mouth calls for blows, stokes, blows. Um, So a fool's going to pick a fight, is the underlier there. Verse 7, a fool's mouth is his destruction. That's how he picks the fight. His lips are the snares of his soul. So I may have words that come out of my mouth that are not pleasing to the Lord. And what should I do with them? I'm asking, what should I do with them? Well, I should repent, for one, and then remember why. Why did I do that? Well, I was thinking more about myself than anybody else. And then return, go back to those first things. Like, I didn't talk that way when I first came to know the Lord. I certainly don't need to talk that way now. Verse 8, the words of a talebearer are his wounds, and they go down to the innermost parts of the belly. That's what gossip does. Makes you sick. You ever listen to gossip? And then maybe even agree with it or, or kind of perpetuate, you know, like agree and continue. And maybe you gossiped a little and then you're like, oh, Phil, horrible, Phil, physically ill from this. Well, that's a promise from God. That's, that's because you're doing something you're not supposed to do. Verse 9, he also that is slothful in his work is a brother to him that is a great waster. The name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous runneth into it and is safe. The rich man's wealth is his strong city, and as a high wall in his own conceit, before destruction, uh, the heart of a man is haughty, 
and before honor is humility. So you are given, verse 12 is a pretty big one to hold on to today. If you're being proud, um, that's basically the action of haughty, right? Your pride. Uh, but we're told before honor is humility. If you want to be humble, God will honor you. And I've seen that in my life where, like, I've literally, I've humbled myself to the point of, I should probably go to jail for this, right? And I need to go turn myself in because I stole stuff and I needed to return it. And without going through that action of humility, my heart wasn't right. I was sick, right? And I was thinking about it all the time, thought about it for years. And um, when I went back and asked for forgiveness and humility and return that stolen property, uh, the result was so sweet. It was so, the, the person was so blown away. They're like, oh, no, I'm, like, I think the guilt of living with this for four years is enough, and I'm not going to turn it into the police. Like, thanks for bringing it back. Most, most people never bring anything back. So encouragement is that even in the face of your worst fear, which going to prison was not my worst fear, but it could have been, could have been. Um, And I faced it with humility and the Lord honored it. That's really cool. And he's probably doing that in your heart right now. Verse 13, he that answereth a matter before he heareth it, it's folly and shame to him. Do you listen? Are we quick to listen, slow to speak? Because that's super important. 12 and 13 are pretty solid verses today. The spirit of a man will sustain him in his infirmities. If you're sick like me, I have cancer. And I'm going through all of this stuff with cancer. But you know what? A wounded spirit, who can bear it? Hey, as long as I'm tight with Jesus, if I'm close to him, that's what I mean by tight. Like in a bundle, you know, wrapped up tight. Swaddled, little swaddled baby maybe. And if I'm close to Jesus... And my spirit's good. Everything's good. Even in the darkest of times. And you can have that too. You can have that peace. If you're like, I'm so scared I can't have peace. That's how you get peace. Just ask for him. Ask for Jesus to work in your heart. Verse 15. The heart of the prudent getteth knowledge. And the ear of the wise seeketh knowledge. A man's gift maketh room for him. And bringeth him before great men. He that is first born in his own cause seemeth just, but his neighbor cometh and searcheth him out. Your neighbor's always going to search you out, right? It might be, I mean, it might literally be your neighbor. It might be a friend. It might be whatever. You, you've, you know, made a promise to make a, a payback or something, and you just, you just can't. Well, just be honest. Humble yourself. Say, hey, I'm broke. I don't have ability right now, but when I do, I'll make things right with you. Verse 19, a brother offended is harder to be one than a strong city. And their contentions are like the bars of a castle. A man's belly shall be satisfied by the fruit of his mouth, and with the increase of his lips he shall be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Whoso findeth a wife findeth a good thing. God bless you, my wife. I love you. You're a good thing to me. And obtain favor of the Lord. Thank you for that favor too, Lord. Verse 23, The poor useth entreaties, but the rich answers roughly. You know, I'm going to step back. Verse 22 gives you this promise. If you find a wife, you find a good thing. That's it. It doesn't say if you find a wife who loves you. If you find a wife who, you know, whatever, gives up her whole life for you. She is, um, 
I don't know, better person than you. It doesn't say, if you find a wife who's a terrible person. It just says, if you find a wife, there's no context on what that wife looks like. God's promise is that it's a good thing and you've obtained favor from God. Now for that, as men, you and I need to be very thankful. You see, you don't have to have a wife. And sometimes in much hate, men, you will say, I'm going to divorce her. I'm I'm not keeping her. She is not a good wife. God doesn't talk to you about good or bad in the context of a wife. He's just saying, if you found a wife, you found a good thing and you have favor from the Lord. Now you might not take it as favor, right? But you have the opportunity to look at it from God's perspective and say, you know what? I believe God's using my bride to teach me things to build me into a godly character of a godly man who has the likeness and representation of Jesus Christ. And you, young man, have the opportunity to put on the mind of Christ in that way. Okay, I'm going to move on. Last verse of the day, verse 24. A man that has friends, that hath friends, must show himself friendly. And there's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. It is glorious thing to have fellowship with believers where you know they will come to your rescue in a time of need. And we're all kind of in a time of need right now in this coronavirus uh, pandemic. And so you may have the opportunity to be that friend or you may be the person who needs that friend. Either way, we're all dealing with friends here. And uh, my brother, he's really far away. Like my blood brother really far away, too far away for me to really truly get like physical help from. And so in, in that, it's better to have those friends close by and you may need to make that choice today to be friendly yourself. Hey, God bless you. I hope you find it. And I uh, thank you for joining me and we'll go through utmost first highest a little bit later today. God bless you. And may the Lord richly encourage you this day. Amen. You've got to stay the way.